0: Welcome to Fish, Talk, and Hunt Radio with John Henneken where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't even imagine.
1: Welcome to... Fish and Hunting Talk Radio. This is John Hennigan in studio, at least for a couple of minutes. We have Frank on the line with us at uh, the Long Beach Show, and Frank's going to be doing the show from there today.
2: Yes, I am. Mm-hmm.
1: Uh, Frank, before we get going, uh, there's something I've been wanting to do. Is I'm right now in the process of opening up my mystery tackle box. Wow. wow look at all this stuff. I'm open the other one, too. Uh, anyway, what it is, it's a uh, a fun and affordable way to discover new lures every month. What, <clears throat> what you do is you sub- select your target species and sign up a uh, subscription. Runs from I, don't know, I think fifteen bucks a month, something like that. It's really cheap. But and we've got a special going on where if you get in touch with them, uh, you get ten dollars off your first order. Yeah, but what what it is they they pick manufacturers of multiple manufacturers with multiple types of riggings and every month you get a package man look at this box and there's two boxes um, god they got hard hard plastic soft packages, crankbaits well this is really cool I got to go through that and try and use some of it um, anyway you need to get in touch <clears throat> excuse me with mysterytacklebox.com and uh, find out some more information about it. But it's just a a tremendous fun thing. Uh, Every month you get something new. It's like having Christmas one day a month. And it'd be great.
3: I like that.
1: Well, it'd be great for gifts, too. Yeah. But uh, I just opened one box. I'm going to try and open the other one. But, uh, no, they just I've been trying to wait and open it on the air so I can surprise. And I am. Anyway, uh, Frank is going to be doing the show today. Live from Long Beach, we're trying to get in touch with Bart right now, but uh, we'll be right back with you in, in just a couple of minutes. That's mysterytacklebox.com for, here he is right there, uh, for, uh, <laughs> just, it's a lot of fun. Yeah, get in touch with him, uh, mention Fish Talk Radio, and we'll get you a special deal. Thank you. Always buy quality, and you will not be disappointed. A.O. Coolers, the lightweight, soft-sided cooler, will not disappoint you. Easy to carry, less room on the deck, and more efficient. A.O. Coolers fit the product inside for more performance. Once you try one, you want more. You will be proud to own one. A.O. Coolers outperform bulky, hard-shell, and lesser soft-sided coolers. For types and how to find yours, go to AOCoolers.com. Available at West Marine.
6: It's time for the spectacular 72nd Annual Fred Hall Show, March 7th to the 11th at the Long Beach Convention Center, the world's largest fishing show, California's largest trailer boat show, and a world-class international fishing and hunting travel show. Nearly 1,000 booths, acres of boats, over 400 seminars, the Mammoth Lakes Kids Fish-Free Trap Pond, the Daiwa Bass Tank, the Accurate Fishing Saltwater Tank, the Hobie Kayak Fishing Theater, Ram Trucks Ultimate Air Dogs, Costa Sporting Chef Cafe, Cousins Tackle Seminar Stage, Huge Marine Electronics Display, Demo Boats on the Water, Free Dive, Fly Fishing, Air Gun Ranges, Casting, Hobie Test rides, The Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Show, Jack Dagger, The King of Fling, and so much more. Kids free, kids fish free. Join CCA Cal and get in free. Celebrate the passion of fishing, boating, hunting, and outdoor recreation in the nation's number one show, The Fred Hall Show, March 7th to the 11th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Presented by Progressive. Details at FredHall.com.
0: Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan
2: and Frank Selby. We're here at the Long Beach Convention Center with the Fred Hall Show, talking to different people. And our first guest is, are you there, Fitch? Good afternoon, Frank. Uh why don't you introduce yourself and explain a little bit of what you do and uh, how many states you go to and all that?
7: Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, first off, I want to thank you, Frank, and Fish Talk Radio for giving me the, honest, the opportunity to, to be with you guys this afternoon. It's a, it's an honor and a privilege. And, and to introduce myself, my name is Fitz Johnson, and I'm originally from Fredericksburg, Virginia. And I moved out to California, where I live now in Newport Beach, California, and started an an outdoor adventure program called River Rock Recovery, where we take men and women on guided tours throughout California, uh, Arizona, Utah, and, and, and a couple more states, where we where we go on trips.
2: So you take them hiking and uh, fly fishing on a river with God and stuff like that, right? Exactly, exactly. So we
7: we do a lot of backpacking, surfing, fishing, fly fishing, um, all throughout those states and throughout California. And uh, a, a big part of the what we try and stress is the spiritual aspect, the benefits that you can have from being outside and being in nature, and and what we call it is, is disconnecting from society, society and reconnecting with yourself, and we've seen how healthy that has been for, for tons of people. They're starting to do this with a lot of people that, veterans with PTSD, uh, they've found that this has given them really positive results as opposed to taking a lot of medicine and instead just getting out into the great outdoors and, and, and finding the,
2: the healing process there. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Uh, so, usually, how many days does your trip run?
7: So, typically, Frank, we started about a year and a half ago. So we're still we're still pretty new, and and, and we've grown a lot since since we first opened. Typically, right now, our trips range from anywhere to three to five days. Um, for example, tomorrow we will be leaving to go to Channel Islands National Park. Which is, and we'll be going to Santa Cruz Island, which one is, which is one of the six Channel Islands, and we'll be backpacking from Prisoners Harbor to Scorpion Cove, uh, which will be a three-day trip. We'll leave Friday morning, and we'll return Sunday
2: evening. That would be a great trip for anybody. That would get your head on straight it is it is uh,
7: it's miraculous you know that's one of my favorite of the channel islands it's desolate there's not a lot going on there typically we're one of the few people on the islands our group we 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 camp by ourselves and and the stars are amazing and it's just a a beautiful beautiful place to be
2: so, if somebody wanted to get in touch with you, what's your email address or your website and your phone number? We need to get it out there so people can go over there and fish or or hike or do mountain climbing, whatever they want to do. Absolutely,
7: absolutely. So, the easiest way to find us would be on the web, and you can find us at RiverRockRecovery.com. And once again, that's riverrockrecovery.com. And if you go to that website, you're going to find a lot, of, a lot of information about what we do, more detail on that. And there's a lot of pictures and examples of where we go. And on that website, you'll also find contact information on how to get in contact with us, how to sign up for a trip, how to learn more. If you have any questions, feel free to, to email or call the numbers on that site and just once Good. again for anyone that might have missed it it's riverrockrecovery.com
2: so you uh, you usually uh, when you're traveling you use the mercedes van correct that's or you, that's, exa- that's exactly right
7: i'm a i'm a huge believer in the Mer- mercedes benz sprinter van it's a little inline four cylinder turbo diesel that just does wonders it'll it'll go forever it'll run forever and it's comfortable for transporting our our customers we can fit up to, to 12 customers in the van and with room for gear rods and,
2: and anything else that that we'll be bringing on the trip Yeah, well, one of these times soon i'm going to have to go with you you always invite me but i'm always busy doing something else one of these times i will get to go Frank, and i look will do it okay uh so, uh, what what are your next trip? What's the next trip after that you're planning on doing?
7: So the next trip will be to
2: Big Sur
7: State Park um, off Highway One, um, and there we will, it'll it'll be a surf trip. We'll be surfing Andrew Malera State Park and hiking many trails and, and spending a lot of time around the campfire and just
2: exploring all that. That Big Sur has to offer, oh, that's really good, and uh you uh try to get how many trips out a month
7: typically right now we do one to two trips per month the month of the month of April, we will actually be going back to Channel Islands National Park as well as that trip to Big Sur,
2: so right now it's one to two trips per month. That I I I hear you leave real early some mornings. <laughs> that is correct. Yeah, you the guys give up, get up. Yeah, you get up the crack of midnight. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, so uh, you usually to, usually your uh, groups are about eight to ten.
7: Exactly. I I, I really and. and I try and cut it off at eight. I've found that the intimate groups, the smaller groups, are are better, in my opinion. We, I think we have more fun. You you grow closer to those people that are around you. So typically, I do try and keep it
2: ideally six to eight clients. That's perfect. <laughs> Well, there's one more question. When do I get invited?
8: <laughs>
2: Frank, you are welcome to come
7: whenever you want. I'll okay. be. I'll be you, you go on the website and check out some upcoming dates that we have, and you pick one, and you let me know.
2: I will. Uh, the, one more time uh, for where your website is and. Uh, I w- want you to say hi to John. It's doing all kinds of work because we had a hard time today. Uh I well, so once once again, it, it's
7: riverrockrecovery.com. And a huge 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 thank you to Fish Talk Radio, John and herself. Uh hey, Fritz, it's, I'm
1: yeah, I just walked in here right now watching, watching over Frank. He's done a, a great job, it's a bit of a scramble because he's a he's an exhibitor today. Okay. Yeah. But well, it's pre- pleasure. It we'll uh, we'll see if we can get you back on. Might even bring you back on this show. Let's see.
2: Oh, Thanks. okay. Let right. me know. Bye. Oh, yeah. Well, John, we're getting it down. Uh, uh, I I keep hearing. Are you, uh, can you hear me? Okay. Uh, uh, we, uh, I'm, I'm looking outside there is a line already building and they don't open until 1 and I guarantee you there's 100 to 200 people already here waiting to get in
1: well the San Diego show is coming up next by the time you hear this uh, the Long Beach show will be gone but uh, it looks like this show is working out well because not only you got people you got people spending money and buying and uh, looks like things are getting back to normal
2: Yeah, I I really like this show because you've got, you know, everybody says all their shows are the best. But Bart has put on one of the greatest things. If you're four years old or the oldest senior citizen, there's always stuff to do at this show. Well, do you qualify for that, Frank? I resemble part of that <laughs> remark. <laughs>
1: okay. All right. Well, uh, you are listening to Fish uh, uh, Talk and Hunting Radio. Uh, We've got a new website we're putting together right now, Fish Talk and Hunting Radio. But You can still go to fishtalkradio.com, and it'll be there. So we appreciate you tuning in, and uh, we're going to be back with a lot more fun stuff.
4: Tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides, and even bird watching guides. And the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaja.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598.
10: Hi, I'm Bart Hall, and I'm honored to tell you about the 72nd annual Fred Hall Show, March 7th to the 11th at the Long Beach Convention Center. I am proud of our 72-year-old history and amazed that the little show my father produced at Gilmore Stadium in 1946 could have grown into the 2018 version of the Fred Hall Show. It has become the world's largest and most exciting sport fishing show, one of the nation's most prominent boat shows, and a world-class international travel and hunting show. We'll entertain you all day with nearly 1,000 booths, over 400 seminars, acres of and dozens of family fun activities. Kids 15 and under are always free, but the Fred Hall shows also strive to help preserve the lifestyle of fishing, hunting, boating, and outdoor recreation that so many of us cherish. You can help by joining the Coastal Conservation Association of California, and when you do, you'll get in free. Join us and celebrate the passion for outdoor recreation at the Fred Hall Show, March 7th to the 11th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Presented by Progressive. Check us out at FredHall.com.
0: Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennikin.
11: Yes.
2: Welcome back to the Fred Hall Show. We're broadcasting live from the Fred Hall Show, and we are having a little technical difficulty. We're trying to get a hold of Bart, and if we don't, we're going to get Captain Steve here on the air in just a second. And the show has been really good. Yesterday was the best show I've seen in a lot of years here at the Fred Hall Show. Uh, There's already a line out in front to get in. So if you haven't got to here yet, you better get down. Okay.
1: Well, also coming up is the Del Mar Show in San Diego. The uh, people that are, uh, you're down there at the show today, but uh, the show will be coming out uh, broadcast in the next couple of days. So uh, by the time you hear this, you would have missed Long Beach. But we do have Del Mar coming up, and it looks like, and apparently they had a great show in Bakersfield.
2: Yeah, I, I have heard a lot of the benders saying that about how good the, the Bakersfield show was. And they will still be able to come Saturday and Sunday. Uh,
1: well, and in, in, uh, uh, Del Mar is, is, is the next show coming up. So, yeah. anyway, that's uh, uh, what's it, two weeks, I think, isn't it?
2: Yeah, a week. Is it's it? Yeah, it's just, I think, a week away. I'd have to look. Yeah. I know I have to go down there. Yeah. And uh, I think we got Captain. Captain, are you there? No, no, no. no. Just a message. Go ahead. There's a message. Okay.
1: Well, anyway, Frank, it looks like it's you and me for a while. Yeah. But, uh, you know, let's let's talk a little bit about some trips.
2: Well, we filled our trip up, and that was really yeah. quick.
1: Well, we're going to go down and uh, talk to Eddie. We had him on the show last week about putting a trip together for the East Cape of uh, Mexico. Hey, just I don't know a, if uh, radio, is uh, um, I- anybody is <laughs> is that familiar with it, but it, it's mm-hmm. about an hour north of the airport from Los Cabos. And it's about a five-mile stretch of beautiful sandy beach, the Bay of the Palms. Art, and the Palmas the de Cortez. <laughs> Yeah, and uh
2: we're gonna bart bart is here bart is
1: here oh good bart are you on Yes. yes hi. oh sorry about that i know you're crazy man it's like a, a one-legged indian hanging wallpaper right but uh, yeah anyway we were just talking about the del mar show which is uh, coming up is it one week or two weeks
12: uh, it's on on March tw- March twenty second. This is the Del
1: Mar show. Oh, okay. So, uh, well, it's yeah, it's two weeks. weeks. Yeah, two weeks. Yeah, yeah. Now that sounds perfect. But I was talking to Frank, and he was saying that uh, it's one of the best hall shows he's been to because not only is there well, it's not even you know time to open the doors yet, but they got a half a mile long line. And based on yesterday, people are coming in, a lot of activity, um, a lot of purchases happening, and it looks like looks like things are gonna get back to normal. Uh, bart
12: um i think yesterday was the uh, best first hour we've ever had in the history of this show oh, so,
1: wow you know, just, just I, keeps getting good. just keeps getting better and better yeah
12: it's amazing well, you know that's good yeah um people see you be having a very good time here this is, is the best
13: bart? looking show i've ever produced on right now, but as soon as well so, you know why it's the best show
2: bart 'Cause you're there. Yeah, there no, is. no. <laughs> because it's you have something for everybody, from four years old to the oldest senior citizen, and each year you improve it. You've got one of the best staff I have ever met. And I am proud to say I get a little do a little bit of the piece of your show.
12: Bart,
14: let's go hey, co- hey, wait a minute, wait, I gotta ahead.
12: tell Frank something. Hey Frank, I got a friend. Uh, matter of fact, it's the wife of the the person who runs this convention center who wants you to teach her how
2: to fly cast. Oh, so we're going to have she's coming in tomorrow. I'm going to get she. Uh, I will make time for her. I give you my word, and I want to thank your staff. Mike and all of them, they do such a great job for you. And it's a tribute to you, Bart, because you have put the best show together that I've ever been at in all well, the years you, that I've been doing you. this I show. That. And I really they appreciate need it. it. And anybody yep. that comes to your show, there's always something to do for no matter what they do what kind of sport they like. There's always something to do all day long for everybody in the family. And I appreciate what you do for all the customers.
1: Uh, And me, too. Well, it's an exposition. You know, I'm having a a great deal
12: of difficulty hearing you guys. Is there any way you can boost the sound? Because I really... I can hardly hear anything.
1: All right, you're you're coming through just fine, Bart. Well, I
12: yeah, but you're not, so I don't know what's going on. Okay,
1: so. well, let me. I'll tell you what. We won't talk. We want to hear. We want to hear about San Diego. Tell us all about it.
12: Well, I can't hear. I'm sorry, guys. You're going to have to call me back. because uh, Bart, I cannot hear you, Bart.
1: Bart, uh, just tell us about San Diego. We won't talk.
12: Uh, oh, San Diego. Okay. Well, San Diego is 42 years old. It's a uh, it's the largest fishing show, largest boat show, largest outdoor recreation event in the nation's fifth largest market. And uh, it's my favorite show because it's uh, big enough to be internationally uh, noticed and small enough that I can go around and visit with people. Uh, the Long Beach is, is unique and it is the largest sport fishing show in the world, but it's also very challenging. It's very difficult for me to um, to get around and interact with people the way I'd like to
1: uh bart tell us what's at the san diego show uh it's it's similar to the long beach but not quite as big is that correct
12: well physically it's just it's as large it doesn't have as many booths it has lots of boats it's a huge boat show uh in long uh, long beach has a thousand booths there's about 500 booths in in delmar so it's half the booth space but in terms of physical space it's it's equally as large as the convention center. The outside areas are very big. All the stuff that uh, we do outside here is kind of cramped out there. It's all spread out and nice and people have a great time at all of the outside events at the San Diego show. It's, uh, it's at the, it's at the fairgrounds and, uh, uh, the food's great. <laughs> really great food down there and, uh, and there's a lot of fun for people. You know, you got the trout pond outside with plenty of room to spread out. You got plenty of room for casting, plenty of room for fly casting. Uh, we got uh, plenty of room for our, our dock dogs and for the, the duck races and and for the lumberjacks. And we got Jack Dagger, the king of fling, down there. And we got the uh, saltwater accurate saltwater tank in its own special area, and the cousin stage in its own area, and the Daiwa bass tank in another room, and we got the virtual reality, no small adventure, virtual reality from Mammoth Lakes, are set up in a special room, and uh, you know we've got the Hobie seminar theater down there, uh, also in a special place. And so anyway, it's a uh,
2: it's a real, really, really nice show. I love that show. I like both of them a lot, Mark. Yeah.
1: yeah. Uh, but, Bart, real quickly, there's a lot of people coming from some distances. Do you have any tips on people that want to go to the Del Mar show?
12: Uh, well, there's plenty of room to park in Del Mar. That's the nice thing. You know, the, uh, they, they park. They have enough cars to park for the fair parking. So it's the only facility that we are in where the parking is adequate. Uh, and so... You can park, and then we the, the fairgrounds is nice enough. They run shuttles from the outside parking up to the front door, and they'll run you back from the front door to your car. So it's really easy. You can come any day. Uh, you know, of course, it's big enough that, you know, if you come on the weekdays, you're probably going to want to come a second time. If you come on Saturday and Sunday, you can probably see most of it, so...
1: Well, there's a, there's a lot of stuff to do in San Diego, but it's, you want to spend at least a full day, if not two days, at the Del Mar show.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, I think so. <laughs> I agree 110 percent because I try to walk them shows, and it takes me two days, and I'm a fast walker.
1: Hey, hey Frank, they have some uh, electric scooters. I, I I got myself one reserved.
14: Uh, well, yeah, we I don't need
12: that. Yet. A, we have electric scooters at the front of each show, so if you need one, you can rent one.
14: Okay. <laughs> well,
1: Bart, Bert, we're feeling guilty keeping you away from what you're supposed to be doing right now, but we appreciate you taking the time to come on the air with us uh, because this is you know this is what you work all year for, and you're right in the middle of it. And we appreciate you yep, taking, taking the time to talk to us. Get right over to here any second. Yep. <laughs> okay. Okay. All right. Thank you so thank, much. Hey, okay, Bart. Thank you. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Okay, Frank, that was kind of exciting. I know that things are kind of in the middle of things. But uh, we've got just a couple of minutes. If you want to make some more uh, comments, especially about the Del Mar show, we didn't get a chance to cover that too much. Do you have any uh, plans or any ideas of what's happening there?
2: Yeah, I, uh, I there's a lot of things happening at the Del Mar. A lot of us guys will sneak out for an hour and go fishing. And we're right across the street from the surf, and the bay r- runs right behind us. And a lot of times I'll take people out there and pre- uh, teach them. Okay. Yeah.
4: So we got
1: Steve on. Oh, okay. Oh, good. Well, well, let's bring him on just for a minute, and then we'll bring him back for the real segment. Hey, Steve, thanks for calling in. Uh, Frank gonna oh, no tell me about you, but uh, you know, Frank is having a problem because there's so many people and the thing hasn't even opened yet. Oh, but, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, we're just gonna bring you on for a minute, then we'll bring you back for about a twelve-minute segment, if that's all right with you.
3: Yeah, that sounds great.
1: And where are you located in Alaska?
3: We're on the, the tip of the Kenai Peninsula, just above Homer.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah, okay. Just above Homer. Yeah. So there you're coming down. Yeah, that's on the, okay. Yeah, I've yeah been, about 200 miles south of yeah. Anchorage. Yeah. yeah. And, well, that's great halibut country, isn't it?
3: Oh, halibut, rockfish, lingcod, salmon. Yeah. You know, we've got, got the uh, Kenai River. I think it has the top 10 world's largest keys. And uh, us, ourselves, we've had the uh, IGFA all-tackle world record Lincoln for the last 10 years.
1: Oh, be darned. Well, yeah. we're going to ask, uh, I don't know if, we, if it's too early to know about salmon yet, but I know in California there doesn't look like there's going to be a salmon season. But hopefully yeah. southeast Alaska, will, you know, we're going to be able to do well. We've got a trip going up to uh, Ketchikan in July, uh-huh. but uh, we're going to have to get out of here. So if you want to hang, we've got just a couple of minutes, and we'll come back with you, and we want to yep. hear all about it. All right, uh, Frank, stay there. Don't, and we'll be right back with you guys. You're listening to Fish and Hunting Talk Radio.
15: For your outdoor adventure in the West, calparksco.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Shasta Trinity Recreation Area is breathtakingly beautiful with all amenities, offering the best camping in California. California's largest reservoir, Diamond Valley, is just 90 miles from Los Angeles or San Diego, designed for an incredible fishery. At Silver Falls Lodge in Oregon, no need to rough it. Stunning beauty and first-class accommodations. Whatever your desire, calparksco.com has it.
5: 77777 tuna
0: Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan. John Hennigan, and actually our host today is
1: Frank Selby. And Frank has uh, lined up Captain Steve from uh, the Kenai Peninsula. So, Frank and Steve, why don't you guys take it away?
3: Good morning.
2: Good morning. How you doing? I uh, Did you have a
3: good day yesterday? No, yesterday was a fantastic day.
2: I think it was one of the best shows we've done in years. Oh, yeah. Captain
1: Steve, are you at the Hall Show now? Yeah, I'm at the Hall oh, Show right now. Oh, that's right. You're down to, you're just down there. Okay. Okay.
2: I have three of the guests from the Hall Show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's fishing, you know me. That's fishing in fertile ground, isn't it?
2: Yeah. yeah. So uh, we've been a while since we talked. How how was the hunting for your personal this year? So, uh, did you get to go out and hunt at all? they or fishing? Yeah, or fishing.
3: Are you already fishing up there? Um, you know, my son is. Yeah, He's been. Uh, we got a little boat. We got a little eighteen foot Klamath that we use in the off season. And we go through the ice at a homer, and we call it the the honey badger. And he's been getting lots of tanner crabs and uh, quite a few kings.
2: Ooh. That's good.
1: Now, you're in Kenai, um, and from what I've never caught a king um, a Kenai King. I've been there and tried, and just being on the water, knowing they're down there, is exciting. But oh, yeah? you know, it's, it's a particular strain of a, of a king salmon, and whether it's pulled out of the Kenai River or not, if you ever find a salmon that's over sixty, seventy pounds, guaranteed it came from the Kenai, right?
3: Right. It's a, we call them Kenai Copper Kings. They got a totally different color. Um, I don't fish personally on the river. I do it all in the saltwater. Oh really? And uh, yeah, I've been doing it for over thirty years now. And um, the biggest ones we've taken out of the saltwater were eighty-three and three quarters and eighty-four pounds.
14: Oh my
1: gosh! That's God.
3: I mean, I,
1: a small. That's smaller than a marlin. Yeah, I mean larger yeah. than a marlin. Yeah.
3: Yeah. They we uh we trolled just. Only like one or two ounces of weight, and we troll right along the shoreline, literally, you know, fifty to hundred feet out, um, in about eleven feet of water, and use big giant spinners. And when they hit it, boy, you know it.
1: Oh man, you you need uh, you know heavy heavy gear tackle for that.
3: No, we just use a straight thirty pound test with the. uh, you know, we use the cousins rods and the accurate reels, and they hold lots of line, and they're just—they're tougher than steel.
1: Well, how long did it to get, get one to the boat?
3: Me. Um, <laughs> that's a funny one. The the eighty four pounder was caught by a lady in California. Wow! And, you didn't help her at all.
1: <laughs> Steve, Steve, you're still there. You're cutting out.
3: And the other one that was eighty three and three quarters, eighty eighty three and three quarters. That one took uh, about two and a half hours.
14: Mm-hmm.
3: Um, this was a long time ago, and we, you know, we have thirty foot Aluma wells that we use now. But back then, we were launching on the beaches by ourselves with vehicles, and we were in eighteen foot Bay Runners, and the weather was bad, and we fought that fish so long and. The boat went up on the beach twice. Had to get out and push the boat back out. <laughs> yeah, it was pretty amazing.
1: Wow, you know, and well, how how normal cycle of a king? And you know, I'm not certainly not an expert, but normally, normally they're born, um, and then they go down river out to the ocean, and they spend two or three years in the ocean, and they come back and spawn, and that's it. But uh, they don't, right. how long? How old are these fish to get that big?
3: Well, those Kenai Copper Kings, they're uh, five to seven Six. years.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they'd have to be. So they've been swimming around in the ocean for that long.
3: Oh, yeah. and uh, Yeah, they don't want to die. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. They don't know about yeah. spawning. Um, yeah. You know, it's really crazy, too, because we're about 40 miles south of the Kenai River. But when they come into the inlet and we catch them, when you catch uh, the big old males, their stomachs have completely closed Oh, they've already stopped. Mm
14: -hmm.
3: Yeah, they've already started morphing. But their stomachs are literally the size of a pencil. Mm -hmm. And I just can't imagine how much bigger they probably were before that.
1: And so when you take them, these are not, uh, well, they're definitely trophy fish. But do you eat these or there's no point in releasing them, is there?
3: Um, You know, we don't get a whole lot of them nowadays out on the saltwater because we're, you know, we have just an incredible lingcod and and yellow iron rockfish uh, fishery. Um, We've taken the uh, IGFA all-tackle world record lingcod, and uh, it doesn't give us much time to try for the Kings in July anymore like we used to.
2: I lost
1: you. Yeah. Uh, yeah, you're kind of coming in out of steep. So, where you tell us about your operation. Do you have a landing? Do you have a mooring? Do you have a lodge? Are you see your beach launch your boats?
3: Right. We have an all-inclusive lodge at Happy Valley. It's uh just 30 miles north of Homer. And we do everything. You know, our clients come in from out of state. They fly into Homer. We do all the ground transportation, all of the meals. We have a chef that cooks for us. Um, we do all the lodging in our lodge. We do all the multi-day species fishing for saltwater and freshwater. We have our own processing facility. So we fillet it, skin it, vacuum pack it, freeze it and box it for our clients. Um, we supply all the rods, reels, bait, tackle, uh, licenses, stamps—you name it. We're, we, cover it.
2: Would you do me a big favor and make sure you put out your email address and your uh, web page?
3: Sure. Um, so the the web page is CaptainSteve'sFishingLodge.com, and the email is trophies@CaptainSteve'sFishingLodge.com.
2: I needed that because I want to email you. I want to do a trip up there this
3: year. That <laughs> sounds good.
1: Yeah, We're running well, out of room though. Oh, yeah, it, it's uh, well. Your season is not like it is in Mexico. You get, you know, if you're lucky, you get 90 days, uh, depending on the weather.
3: Yeah, we usually we, you know, we have three boats, and each boat averages right at 90 trips. Um, you know, 86 to to about 100 is is our average
1: and tell us about tell us no it is it again i'm not really sure i understand your operation so is it, it's a lodge yes okay it's an
3: all-inclusive fishing lodge mm-hmm. so we 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 own every part of the business so when our clients fly up then we pick them up and they're with us the whole time
1: mhm and included in that obviously is fish processing
3: Yes, we have our own processing facility, so it doesn't have to go outside. And uh, we do the filleting, skiing, vacuum, packing, freezing, uh, and boxing on site. Yeah,
1: and how many rooms do you have?
3: Um, we can sleep up to 24. Okay. It's usually two to a room with so, a private bathroom.
1: Okay, so you've got uh, 12, uh, 12 rooms or cabins or whatever they are. Right, 12
3: rooms in our facility.
1: Mm-hmm. And the the, the guides uh, are, do they work for yeah, you? Yeah. Do they work for you, or they're all private?
3: Oh no, we own everything. They're, all the boats are owned by us. Uh, the fish processing, that we have our own bar, um, and everything is on site.
1: Yeah, boy, yeah, that sounds very tempting because I, I I fished that before, and it's so beautiful up there. Oh but, you yeah, know, especially. You know, and, and you can you can fly into Anchorage and drive down, it's uh, it's only a couple hours, rent a car and drive down and I'd I'd recommend that.
3: Yeah, it's a beautiful four hour drive. The the uh, the roads have all been redone so it's not how long does it Alaska? How long does it take you to get back in downtown? Talk
12: about
3: here. to get back to Anchorage is about four hours. It's mm-hmm. about two hundred miles.
1: Well, Homer's kind of a neat little place, too. And then, of course, up up the river, you can go up to Kenai, which is beautiful. There's just some beautiful small towns along the river there.
3: Oh, yeah. Yeah, Homer's real nice. It kind of reminds me a little bit of Berkeley. Um, Yeah, a lot of of, uh, different types of people there, and everybody's nice and friendly. Mm -hmm.
1: Well, I'm sorry, Steve, but do you target halibut? And if so, does that mean you fish the tides?
3: Yeah, we target the halibut. We uh we do trips, they're multi species. So sometimes we fish for the halibut, the yellow eye rockfish, the black rockfish, the uh uh all five types of salmon and the the halibut all in the same day. We wow. have uh three completely different sets of tackle that we keep on board to fish what the to match what we're fishing for.
1: Well, you know, it sounds like yeah, I I would I'd would like to do that. I've been out there before and uh, you know, there's a lot of lodges all around the 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 Kenai Lake and the, the streams up and down there. But I like your operation. That sounds great. And you're are you on the on the ocean?
3: Yeah, we're just just inland a little bit, mm-hmm. maybe 500 yards from the the Cook mm-hmm. Inlet.
14: Mm-hmm. But
3: you know, another thing that's really different about our area from anywhere else too is we don't have a lot of cruise ships uh yeah. we don't have the yeah. we don't have the pressure on the fish like they do in other oh, places oh
1: like Ketchikan and and uh, yeah farther north
3: right uh um, south so yeah. we don't we don't have any of those slot limits where we're at so oh. when our yeah our clients come up and they're allowed well, to pour well, well, halibut wow so okay they try to take one fish each day yeah. of any size there's no no slots like i said yeah and and our lingcod starts july 1st and you're allowed two lingcod daily over 35 inches wow we don't have those slots on those either
1: wow no that's great because you go uh, fishing when we go to southeast alaska if you go on a charter you're allowed one halibut per day and it's a slot limit, and it's not that big so it's a lot of money for a charter for one fish
3: Yeah. Okay. Yeah. We've been trying as hard as we can to help those guys out because it's unfair.
1: Steve, uh, we appreciate that very much. And uh, we're going to be talking to you. And I'll stop down at the show and I'll visit with you. And let's see if we can get a trip together.
0: welcome back to fish talk and hunt radio with john hennigan
1: this is john hennigan we have steve live and direct uh, steve and frank were just on we got a little bit uh, uh, of a dance going on here This, thank you mark our engineer how he's keeping this all together who knows but uh, uh, they're Steve and Frank were live at the Hall Show at the Long Beach Convention Center, and there's uh, oh gosh, over a thousand booths, and it's it's absolutely incredible. The next show coming up is in Del Mar in two weeks, so make sure you make plans on doing that. It's a little bit more relaxed, but uh, they just got almost uh, the same thing. Only it's it's spread out more. But uh, <clears throat> we're talking to Steve right now about the. Uh, um, well, the the mysterious king, the Kenai king.
3: Steve,
1: Steve, you got to you got to get back to work here, buddy.
3: Well, here I am. Yeah, there you Sorry, are. Sorry, I'm. Okay. I'm at the show, and it's almost time to open up. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's yeah, right.
1: It starts at one. Yeah.
14: <laughs>
3: yeah, we've been we've uh, the last four years. You know, I've been fishing up there full-time for 30 years now, and the last four years, we've had more king salmon than we've had in any of those 30 years that I've been doing it.
1: Wow. Well, you know, things go in cycles, but when you go uh, into southeast Alaska, you know, the salmon's not looking real good, but I guess they won't know until another month what the salmon season's going to do and what they're going to allow. Is that right?
3: Um. Yeah, for there. They, they have different rules in southeast, so I don't really know too much about it. Um, but I do know our fishery, um, it's just been growing and growing. They actually took, you know, normally it's a five-fish seasonal limit from April through August. but and That's um, for kings? I, you're right, for the kings where we're at. And this last year, they increased it um, from they included uh september also as in the winter months and you're allowed two every day whoa yeah whoa.
1: Now i'll tell you what you get one of those kenai kings and that'll pretty much uh, fill your icebox
3: <laughs> yeah yeah most of the kings though nowadays that we get on the salt water you know we get the spawners in may and june um, and you know they get up to thirty, forty pounds. But um, the average king in our area on the saltwater now is from twelve to thirty pounds.
1: Yeah, well, twelve is—that's a big fighting fish.
3: Oh yeah, yeah, and they're really, really good. Especially the feeders—they uh, they're eating candlefish and hooligan. Oh. And they uh, a lot of them aren't our native fish. They're from other places in Alaska. And British Columbia, and they come up to our area. I don't know. They must follow the currents or something. Oh, so deep. some of
1: some of the salmon you're getting are, are not local. They're coming from Canada.
3: Exactly. Huh. And and they're they're up where we're at. They're feeding on candlefish and hooligan, and it makes them just unbelievably oily. They are just fantastic. You can't hardly overcook them and dry them out.
1: Yeah, I like that. Um,
3: yeah, in the wintertime, I do a cold smoke on them. Oh, yeah. And. I smoke them just above freezing, and sometimes it takes almost two weeks to get them done.
1: Oh, and they, what do they call that when you, air, when you uh, dry them out in the sun? It's called uh, something candy. It's uh, <laughs> Yeah,
3: we've got to watch what we say, but they call it squaw candy. Squaw
1: candy, yeah, that's right. <laughs> no, I don't think there's anything wrong with that. But, yeah, you just kind of stretch them out and dry them in the sun, yeah. and it's more tender than jerky and very, right. very tasty. Exactly. And it looks yeah. like we are really out of time again coming up. So, Steve, one more time with the information. At uh, the name, of, name and place, and how to find you.
3: Yep, that's Captain Steve's Fishing Lodge.com, and you can just go on there. And we have our Facebook. You can click on that. And you can see our our catches and our you know what we're doing here at the Fred Hall Show, and and find out all the information right there.
1: Okay, are you going to be at the Del Mar Show?
3: No, okay. we're going out to Arizona.
1: Oh, there you go. Well, well, we'll find you. So, anyway, just go online to Captain Steve's. Uh, it's Captain Steve's. Uh, Fishing Lodge. Fishing Lodge. Okay. All right. Yeah. Well, it, it takes me a while. But anyway, we're going to have to go, Captain Steve. We appreciate that, and I'd love to come up and see you. Sounds great. Thank All right, you very much. If you are much. listening to Fish and Hunting Talk Radio, go to fishandhuntingtalkradio.com or just go to fishtalkradio.com. We're still using that. <laughs>
0: Welcome to Fish, Talk, and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan, where we're going to cast and blast you right out of this world with some of the best hunting and fishing stories that you can't
2: even imagine. Welcome back to Fish, Talk, Radio with Frank Selby and John Hennigan. John has left the office for a while, so I am taking care of the guests today. I'm walking through the studio, uh, through the Fred Hall Show right now, headed up where I can hear everybody really playing. Our first guest is Soft Science, and I think you'll really enjoy listening about what they have to offer. Are you there, Zach? He's not
14: there yet. Stand by.
2: Okay. Uh, and I'm gonna get stopped here at the door by a girl checking me out. They have the best crew here at the Fred Hall show in Long Beach. <laughs> And the the show is going really good. I think this is one of the best shows I've seen in over 10 years. Everybody has something to do. Uh, the crowd is still it's starting to thin out upstairs, but on the other end, it's fully stocked still. Uh,
1: Frank, this is John sitting in just for a minute. Okay, John. All right. Do we have uh, soft signs coming up? Yes, we do. Perfect. Perfect. I'd like to talk to them. Anyway, I'd uh, like to bring an update a little bit on Mystery Tackle Box. I finally yeah. opened the one they sent me, and it is absolutely phenomenal. What it is is you sign up for a subscription for up to 12 months, and I think they start around uh, 15 bucks a month, and it just shows up on your door. You open it up like a Christmas present. See what's in it, and it's full of fun great stuff, and they also have ways to help you use it and if you um, Want to go ahead and go to MysteryTackleBox.com If you mention fish talk radio you get $10 off on your first order. It's almost free, and it's fun So go Dance ahead and get signed up on that. we appreciate if you would. You're great people uh, We try and see if we get on the next week and Uh, talk more about it but uh, Frank I'll let it back to you we're going to take a quick break and then we're going to talk to some of my favorite people uh, who, who do we have with us
15: For your outdoor adventure in the West, CalParksCO.com is required. CalParks has 24 prime locations for camping, fishing, or boating. Lake Comanche has 54 miles of shoreline and three marinas west of San Francisco, known locally as Monster Lake because of the big fish in abundance. Lake Hemet is surrounded by the majestic beauty of tall pines and giant oaks in the mountains of Southern California, a majestic vacation spot. CalParks Company is your prime location for outdoor adventures in the West.
6: It's time for the spectacular 72nd Annual Fred Hall Show, March 7th to the 11th at the Long Beach Convention Center, the world's largest fishing show, California's largest trailer boat show, and a world-class international fishing and hunting travel show. Nearly 1,000 booths, acres of boats, over 400 seminars, the Mammoth Lakes Kids Fish-Free Trout Pond, the Daiwa Bass Tank, the Accurate Fishing Saltwater Tank, the Hobie Kayak Fishing Theater, Ram Trucks Ultimate Air Dogs, Costa Sporting Chef Cafe, Cousins Tackle Seminar Stage, Huge Marine electronics display, demo boats on the water, free dive, fly fishing, air gun ranges, casting, Hobie test drives, the Paul Bunyan Lumberjack Show, Jack Dagger, the King of Fling, and so much more. Kids free, kids fish free. Join CCA Cal and get in free. Celebrate the passion of fishing, boating, hunting, and outdoor recreation in the nation's number one show, The Fred Hall Show, March 7th to the 11th at the Long Beach Convention Center. Presented by Progressive. Details at Fredhall.com
0: welcome back to fish talk and hunt radio with john hennigan john
1: hennigan here and we have frank selby who is hosting the show from the long beach convention center and he has uh one of our special people uh certainly make one of the most favorite products that i have and uh, we have zach is that you there zach I'm right here. All right. And, uh, Frank, can you hear us? Oh, I can hear him fine. All right. Well, tell us what's going on down there.
2: Well, he's got a lot of customers in the booth selling shoes, so it's a little hard, but he's going to work through it with us, and
17: I appreciate it. All right. Well, hey guys, it's great to be back here. I was just jumping behind uh, our booth because we sold all out of the thin blue color. The 2.0s have been going pretty fast so I was just uh trying to pull another box from the back. How's it well, going? Well, I'm going to be two? down
1: there fr- Friday, Saturday and Sunday and I'm planning on bringing some shoes home with me so don't sell them all out.
17: <laughs> all right, we'll save you some. All right.
1: But uh no, it's a tremendous, tremendous product. And uh, we've talked about it. I think you were on just was it last week or the week before? But yep. it was uh, you know, t- telling us about what soft science is, it's that it's the most advanced, most comfortable thing you've ever put on your feet. Um, you know, I've got a couple of pairs and it's all everywhere now. And people stop me all the time, they go, What are those? Because actually they're not bad looking shoe for being kind of a sport utility vehicle. But uh ah.
17: Absolutely, you know. I mean, right now the Fred Hall show—it's uh, the best fishing show, one of the best fishing shows in the country. You know, we've got a lot of a lot of big fishermen out here. You know, with on their feet a lot. A lot of wide feet, a lot of you know knee issues, and and you know people are coming up. I had a guy yesterday who said he's had the shoes for a couple of years and they look brand new, but he's able to fish longer. He's able to get rid of some of uh, his back pain and some of his hip pain and. You know, it just we're just trying to spread some comfort to everybody that we come across. Well, you know? the great
1: thing is, is that once somebody puts a pair of those shoes on, even if they don't wear them for a week, like you know, I wear one pair a week at a time. But even if they don't, as soon as they put them on, they know.
17: Absolutely, that's the big aha moment. You mm-hmm. know, they, there's a lot of shoes out there, and there's a lot of people saying that they do different things. But as soon as you put Soft Science shoes on, whether it's our flip flops or our boots. Um, or the the everyday kind of loafer that we have, or the the, the fin two point the fishing kind of design shoe. You, you're in. You're just like walking on a cloud. It's that kind of game changing moment where you just you're never gonna put anything else on.
1: Yeah. Well, I, Frank is still there, and he's just a, what he's not. He's he's got a booth there also, but he's gonna yeah. finish up the show with it. So we're gonna try and send him to a dark corner someplace.
14: Yeah, yeah. Frank.
17: Frank, show me his shoes right now. He's, He's dancing in the aisles. <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> so, Frank, you're saying when, when people put a pair of these on, uh, that's when they buy them, right?
2: Oh, yeah. Uh, actually, we got a guy on the booth next to us has been buying them since they were here in California. He's still wearing them, except he gets about an a inch of paint on a pair, and then he has to get a new pair. And they were trying to tell him how to clean them. He says, you can't clean these. I spray paint all day long. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and he says he they're
1: the best shoes he ever bought. Well, I just paint them a different color.
2: Yeah,
17: there
2: you and, go. And uh, another, I see another couple pair going out the door right now.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, so, Zach, do you have somebody helping you at the booth?
17: Yeah, we've got uh, Peter J here. Uh, he's uh, you know been around Boulder and Colorado and with Crocs for a long time. He knows the shoes. He knows the founders. He knows all different. Uh, well, just you know, just, just take a second industry. and tell us
1: about how that came about and who the founders were.
17: Yeah, absolutely. So Scotty Scott good Siemens good. was uh, you know the co-founder and, and chief designer at Crocs, and, and uh, you know he, him, and uh, George Vodcker and a bunch of other gentlemen, you know, ran that company really well. And, and then uh, you know Scott wanted to kind of come up with you know he had the material and wanted to you know take a look at uh, what else this material and technology can do. And that, in, is in that the material that
1: used in Croc or what was it?
17: It's similar. Trillion is the, is the name of the material and technology that we use for soft science and it's a, uh, the fantastic Material that's been worked on and developed over a, a long time, and it, it is, uh, you know, what gives that supreme comfort. It's what gives the, the ability for that kind of perfect balance of, of comfort and support. So you can have a comfortable, squishy shoe, but if there's not support in it, then, you know, your arches are going to fall and you're, you're going to pronate and supinate on the right or left side of your foot. And so Trillion is a technology that, you know, keeps you dry and, and uh, you know, makes sure that moisture and everything is wicked away and then also um, brings. The weight back to the center of your foot, so that your your joints are are stacked and and uh, relieves pressure points and pain relief.
1: Mm, yeah, well, you know, it's it's shoes are not exactly the most exciting thing. You know, you get a new fishing rod or something that's pretty exciting, uh, but you don't you don't wear a fishing rod or a reel around with you twenty four seven seven days a week.
17: Yeah, absolutely it all it all starts with your feet, you know. I mean, you've got to be able to have a good base and if you uh if uh you're not walking and, and taking care of your feet, then, uh, you know, the house is going to fall at some point.
1: Well, especially, I'm looking forward, because I'm going to be down there in the next uh, day or so, but uh, uh, walking around, standing on your feet, walking around, all those things, and, boy, I'm sure glad I've got uh, um, some soft science, and I don't even think I need a separate pair, because you just, you know, they don't uh, they don't get soft, they don't stink, they just, uh, you know, you just put them on, and, and you're comfortable all day.
2: Right Absolutely. now we have six people in the booth looking at shoes.
1: Oh yeah, put them on the air. Put somebody on the air. Tell honestly. Okay,
2: hold on a second.
17: <laughs> yeah uh, Frank's, Frank's trying to track somebody down or right not. Yeah. Well but, yeah.
1: Well we'll see if we'll see if somebody's not bashful. Get you know, they're
2: bashful. They're all bashful. Hold Wait. on a second. hand handling the uh, phone. I'll talk to him. They're, they're at the uh, Turners over okay. Turners over there. Oh, okay. And I, I got a question to ask you. Well, um, let me you're put on them, the air. Give, give Can him you me be your on phone for a second, Frank. Give me your phone. I'll talk to him. Anyway, he's, I, he, just say what, you,
18: what you're looking for. I'm looking for the soft science that Terrapin,
3: the great looking boot.
1: All right, but, you know, we're, you, we're in the middle that? of something. Who, who's on the line with you, Frank?
2: That was one of the customers looking for a pair that well, they've just already put, put, sold out of a of here, of but just grab, a, just
1: grab somebody and yep, hand them turner's your phone. Turner's
2: is carrying the boot.
1: Frank, just grab somebody and hand them your phone, and I'll talk to them. <laughs>
17: <laughs> they're already gone. They're yeah. headed over to Turner's. They're, they're looking for these right now. Look at that guy. He's taking a picture Oh, of just
1: Turner, carry your shoes, Zach?
17: Yep, yeah. has a booth here right now, and they've got some of the some of the different styles. They have the sail fin going, which is really cool, and they have the fin boot, and got some of the two point as well.
1: Uh huh. Well, you know what's a, what's really cool about that? We, you know, talked about um, getting the right equipment. And the cost kind of what you paid for it a year or two later doesn't make any difference, but your prices are very reasonable they are basically like fifty to a hundred bucks depending on what you got
17: absolutely yeah, I mean the sandals you know are thirty you know forty uh forty bucks or fifty dollars um and then you know we have a kind of our everyday line that's about sixty dollars and then the fishing and boating kind of specific shoes are and the boots are at uh ninety and a hundred but yeah. the deal is. They don't wear down uh, the the material. Like I, you know, you, you're familiar with Crocs, and that material doesn't wear down. This is even more eco-friendly and antibacterial. Well, uh, I, I material had a, I had a, I,
1: you know, I, I had a pair of Crocs Crocs, and I was able to wear hmm. them out in, in one summer.
17: Right, because they're thinner. Um, and so, you know, these are a, a, a thicker and a better made, you know, a, a technology that's been made over a, a long time. And and they're not going to wear, like I said, you, your weight comes back to the center of your foot so that you're not uh, wearing the tread out on the right or the left side. And uh, they're, you know, material that just doesn't wear down. So you spend, you know, 50 or or $100 on a pair of shoes that you're going to have for three, four, or five years without, you know, Coming apart, yep. breaking down, and, well, uh, we're uh,
1: we're just about out. So if somebody's not going to come down to the exposition center because by the time they hear it, it's already been over, uh, how do they how do they get a pair of these?
17: Absolutely. Well, make first it quick. Of all, we, you know, we have a great website, softscience.com. Um, okay. and then you know, check out Academy Sports and some Cabela's. Um, you know, Turner's and okay. Angler's Choice right here. Um, you know, we're just growing, and we want to get as many people uh, shoes that, that they can wear every day and, and relieve some pain. Oh,
1: you got an avalanche going on. Uh, go to yep. softscience.com.
17: There's three pair going
2: out now. Okay,
1: softscience.com. Okay, Frank uh, and uh, Zach, we appreciate you taking some time because uh, we'll see if we can sell some shoes for you.
4: Let me tell you about a fantastic boutique hotel on Mag Bay called the Mangrove Inn, located on the estuary in Lopez Mateos. This unique hotel will connect you with nature. The whale watching is incredible. They have the best onshore and offshore fishing guides, and even bird watching guides, and the estuary fishing. You can even kayak fish the estuaries right from the hotel. The chef will even cook your catch. Check it out at mangroveinbaha.com or call 434-953-8598 to book your adventure. That's 434-953-8598.
10: Hi, I'm Bart Hall, and I'm honored to tell you about the 72nd Annual Fred Hall Show, March 7th to the 11th at the Long Beach Convention Center. I am proud of our 72-year-old history and amazed that the little show my father produced at Gilmore Stadium in 1946 could have grown into the 2018 version of the Fred Hall Show. It has become the world's largest and most exciting sport fishing show, one of the nation's most prominent boat shows, and a world-class international travel and hunting show. We'll entertain you all day with nearly 1,000 booths, over 400 seminars, acres of of boats and dozens of family fun activities kids 15 and under are always free but the fred hall shows also strive to help preserve the lifestyle of fishing hunting boating and outdoor recreation that so many of us cherish you can help by joining the coastal conservation association of california and when you do you'll get in free join us and celebrate the passion for outdoor recreation at the fred hall show march 7th to the 11th at the long beach convention center presented by progressive check us out at fredhall.com
0: back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Hennigan.
1: This is John Hennigan and we have gosh, we got a party going on. Uh, we've got Frank Selby who's in the uh, Long Beach Convention Center, the, the largest ec- outdoor exposition in the world and he also uh, has, uh, we also have Bob Crum and his son Clint on the line. And uh, Bob and Clint, welcome to Fish and Hunting Talk Radio.
14: Well, thanks
13: for having Thank
1: us on. You. You're right, and speak up a little bit. It sounds like you're on a cell phone, but uh, uh, we're get we're getting a little bit excited. So uh, Frank is there. Uh, he's going to help out. But why don't we start off with uh, Bob and Clint, and you guys tell us what it is that you do.
13: Well, uh, I've been a, a, a fly fishing guide on the Bighorn River since 1985. And I believe it was in 1995 that Clint uh, uh, joined me, and
2: uh, we've I had no choice. Uh, so Clint, Clint
1: is your son, and, and how old is Clint? How old is I'm
2: Clint? Forty-six.
1: Oh, okay, just a kid.
18: Yeah.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah. And uh, you both of you guys are guides now? Yeah. Okay. And you are located really- exactly where you said your guide's on the Bighorn?
13: Yep, yeah, out of Fort Smith, Gide Montana. On the river. Fort
1: Smith, Montana. Okay. All right. Well, the Bighorn is a pretty famous river.
13: It's probably one of the top three in the United States. It's a, a tremendous fishery, a tailwater fishery.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, give us a quick idea about, uh, now, do you guys have a, a lodge, or are you just uh, uh, charter guides, or should tell us about your operation?
13: Well uh we're a uh, uh, private uh we uh, I'm an guide independent company. outfitter. I don't own a lodge mm-hmm. or anything. And uh, uh Clint and I uh, uh guide uh, uh people that uh, come to the Big Horn River and they might stay somewhere else or uh, whatever, uh but uh, anyway, uh we take care of them uh, out on the river. <laughs>
1: Uh, taking care of them, so you put them in a boat and take them out and catch them fish.
13: And what is it?
1: Uh, what, what are your target species?
13: Well, the uh, the species of trout that, that we catch on the Bighorn River are brown trout and uh, rainbow trout. Yeah. And. Um,
2: uh, it, uh and actually, the the target is usually the. The target's usually the big, dumb ones is what we're after.
3: Yeah, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> the
1: bigger ones, dumb ones. Yeah, yeah, yeah right. the ones where you just, uh, you just wave the bait and they jump in the boat.
3: <laughs> That's the target.
1: Yeah, there you go. Great. Hey, Frank, this, uh, you're the host. Get on with this.
2: Okay. Uh, number one, <laughs> Bob, you've been guiding that river a lot of years and I I always warn people when they go out with you they're not gonna start until about nine, but you're not gonna get in until <laughs> ten o'clock at night. Because you like the midge hatch at night, and I know I've had a lot of my friends say you got them into the biggest space You're real bashful about your guiding, both. And I've heard a lot about your son. I don't, I've never met your son, but I've always heard you talk about him. And uh, how about telling uh, what your e, uh, your uh, website is for you, and, and then your son tell it, and then tell us what you've been doing. Uh, you have just got back from a real good trip. Right, Bob?
13: Right, right. Well, um, uh, I have a website, uh, Blue Quill Fly Company. It's a Facebook site. Uh, And uh, anyway, uh, you can check that out. Like I say, it's on Facebook.
1: Yeah, so go to Facebook and look for Blue Quill Fly Company.
13: Right. And... um, uh, (laughs) (laughs) You're <laughs> like a, uh, you know, you you said that I stay out late and uh, you know I start late. Well, Clint's just the opposite. He he starts early. Uh, he's always on time. And uh, <laughs> you uh, have to learn some uh, things you know, from the old man. If you want to be out on the river early and 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 get off a little earlier, uh, Clint's the one. If you uh, are not a a real early morning person. you you go with me but um, either way we'll get you into uh, get you into some nice fish one way or the other
1: and what's the season now when's a good time to go
13: well, uh, I uh, just noticed that a good friend of mine, a uh, uh, long-time guy down the Bighorn, uh, Merritt Harris, was out uh, yesterday. And, uh, it, you know, it was 45-degree 40, weather, and, and he and uh, another guide, Kip Dean, uh, did very well. And the way things are looking right now... Um, uh, uh, now's a good time to go. It looks like we're finally getting into more spring-like weather, with the uh, highs in the mid to upper forty-degree range and the lows down all uh, into the lower teens, but you know, if, again, if you get that later start, uh, you know it's above freezing when you go out, and uh, and uh, there's midges hatching right now, and uh, uh, there's always sow bugs and scuds, uh, and uh, oh, there be uh, midge pupa and larvae. Uh, For your uh, nymph fishing, and there's even some good streamer fly fishing right now. So you can have all three uh, in this early season, particularly if you if you're uh, you can handle uh, a little uh, a little cold weather. So now's a good time to go.
2: Okay. Yes. Right now, (laughs) well, spring's just what two days away now. Sunday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next week.
2: And I'd like to hear a little bit about your uh, tarp, uh, your uh, permit fishing and bone fishing. You snuck away for a couple of weeks with your wife. Oh well,
13: it, it was it was a short week. Of, uh... Uh, I went uh, down to Key Cawker, Belize, and uh, fished down there. A good friend of mine, John Sweet, lined up uh, a couple of guides uh, for us, and uh, and John and I went out, uh, oh, four days, and uh, I managed to catch a few bonefish, and... Uh, Nothing substantial in that, but I did get a permit, uh, which I just considered uh, uh, just such a trophy fish. It wasn't a huge fish, probably only about, oh, three, four pounds. uh, But, uh, gee, uh, they're so wary and so hard to spot and everything else that uh, I, I was just tickled that I got one. So. Anyway, and then enjoyed the 80-degree temperatures that we no sooner got back from Belize than around Sheridan, Wyoming, where we live. It was well below zero every night and just up into the single digits or lower teens for a week. And so it was quite a brutal homecoming. Well, anyway, so that's about Belize. Boy, I,
1: I didn't realize you needed a permit to fish down there.
2: What's
14: that? <laughs> oh, oh no! Uh.
1: But well, Belize, uh, Frank, if you don't mind, is something I've been uh, a friend of mine that does will walk or uh, uh, um, breakwater tours. We've had him on Jason. Uh, he's become quite a fan of Belize, but I know most of uh, Central and uh, South America. You know, they they got some great fishing, but they just don't really have the infrastructure, and so it's not easy and it's not cheap. But that seems to be changing very quickly, and I don't know if you can comment on that or not, Bob.
13: Well. Uh uh, uh, the infrastructure. Uh, uh, I thought that uh, the accommodations and everything on on, on Key Calker were really great. There's some fantastic lodges in, in Belize uh, uh, that are, uh, you know, just uh, very, you know, five star uh, or four star, five star mm-hmm. type lodges that are, uh, you know, tremendous. Well,
1: what, what, what did it cost you guys to go down there for a week? What's that? All in. What did it cost you guys to go down there for a week?
13: Uh, airfare and uh, uh, a day's guided fishing uh, was um, 400 a day. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it was, it, it actually, uh, and then my friend John Sweet had, had rented a house down there, you know, kind of a BN, Airbnb. Yeah.
14: Oh, yeah, right. I am there, uh, too.
13: And, uh, gee, you know, uh, it was very affordable, uh, and, uh, uh, you know, uh, it was, it was well worth going, particularly if you, if, if, uh, person like me who had seen a, a couple months of hard winter uh it was just a, a blessing to get out there in that warm air and, and yeah and uh,
1: well it doesn't look like winter's over yet but the, the sierra's just got a huge dump
14: yeah yeah
1: but uh, uh where do you fish from do you use pole boats or what do you fish from
13: well uh it, it's it's standard uh flats fishing you know where you have uh, your your guide is pulling the boat and uh uh but for permit um uh permit are in a, usually in a little deeper water than bonefish mm-hmm. and uh, uh and and they're, they're really strange. You know, some days you can go out and never see a permit. Yeah. And then the next day, like the day that I caught my fish, I think over. I had. Uh, okay,
1: Well, I think that uh, I think we're wrapping it up now, aren't we? We got, uh, you know, just about uh, 15, 20 seconds. So let's go again uh, with uh, Blue Quill Fly Company. Uh, you, the best way to go to them would be on uh, Facebook. And if you want to do a father and son routine and fish all day or get up early or come, or come in late whatever you want we 've got some fantastic fish you guys got one of the best rivers in the world down there and how do you just real quick no, we don 't have time for that anyway, uh, go ahead and check them out we 'll find out how to get you there.
0: Did
4: you know there's a lake in Northern California that's called the Monster Lake? It's home to some monster-sized largemouth bass and trout because they grow in this giant 10-mile lake. It'll take you 30 minutes to go from one side of the lake to the other. And it has camping, cottages, RV sites, hiking, boating, kayaking, and even horse camping. Tell them John Hennigan sent you, and they'll even give you a special gift on California parks. LakeComancheResort.com. That's LakeComancheResort.com.
16: The road stretches for miles in front of you. And with the Ram 1500, you'll be able to reach mile after open mile. It gets a best-in-class 25-miles-per-gallon highway, so your destination won't just be determined by your gas gauge, but by your gauge for achievement. And the Ram 1500 is the first-ever back-to-back motor trend truck of the year. Guts. Glory. Ram. See your local Ram dealer today for great deals. EPA estimated 25 mpg highway based on V6 4x2. The East Cape of Baja,
5: Mexico, is world-famous for sport fishing. Dorado, tuna, wahoo, marlin, sailfish, roosterfish, and parco. The Van Warmer Reserve to make dreams come true at a price all can afford. Hotel Palmas de Cortez, Playa del Sol, and Hotel Punta Colorado have the biggest and best sport fishing fleet in all of Mexico. Call toll-free to 877-777-TUNA to find out how affordable world-class fishing can be. The finest resorts and the best boats in East Cape. Call 877-777-TUNA. Vagabundos Del Moir Boat and Travel Club has
1: 42 years experience introducing RVers to the joys of Mexico. Specializing in Baja, Vagabundos leads caravans and sponsors fishing tournaments, trailer boat cruises, and weekend getaways in Mexico and the West. Vagabundo's Del Mar also saves its 10,000 members tons of money on low-cost auto insurance. Stay up to date on Mexican travel with the printed newsletter online at dot or call 800-474-Baja.
0: Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Henneken And we got
1: Frank Selby who's uh, taking over as host today. I've got some going to run out of here, but Frank is uh, live at the convention center in Long Beach. By the time you hear this, that'll be over and it's time to start thinking about going to San Diego show. But uh, we have some very special guests lined up here. Frank, why don't you go ahead and introduce, and uh, I think i got to go run some errands. So much okay. appreciate you guys.
6: Uh,
2: wow, you're you're sitting in the show right now too, right? Uh,
1: well, I'm here, but I'm taking off. It's your show.
2: Yeah. Okay. Are you, Are you there? Yeah.
18: Yeah, I'm here. Well, okay, Stuart. Try and
1: to... try and pick up the volume a little bit if you can.
14: Yo. Yeah.
2: Now I can hear. Her. Yeah. Okay, Stuart.
14: Uh,
1: yeah, i uh you, you, you God. no sorry uh, Stuart, first of all, uh get excited this is uh you 're talking to probably a hundred two hundred thousand people out there, and they want to get excited about going uh fishing, and hunting with you, so get excited about it and uh, see if you can bring up the volume a little bit and uh, first of all, don 't you start off by telling us about your operation.
18: You're breaking up a little bit, but uh yeah, we got a lodge up uh, up in the central British Columbia here and we do uh hunting and fishing, you know, hunting in the fall and the spring and fishing in the in the summertime, primarily for rainbow trout, but also kokanee, lake trout and um and
2: bull trout.
1: hmm. Frank, did so you we pick take, up a bit uh, of an accent? Does he sound like he's from Canada?
2: Yeah, he does. Okay. <laughs> Yeah, I, and uh, I wanted to hit really a lot on your hunting because this is the second session, and uh, I, I noticed you have some really nice photographs of sheep and. Uh, so, could you give us a little bit what the best time to come up and go hunting with you?
18: Yeah, well, if a guy's hunting like me for black bears. Uh, the spring is the best time, May, early June is the best time for for that. Um, if you're hunting in the fall, then for moose and uh, mountain goat or or uh, black bears in the fall, wheel deer, you know, in uh, September, October, and early November. As
1: it mm-hmm. So, uh, Stuart, you, your hunting trips, you do, you know, some just trophy trips and some where you're taking home the meat, Right.
18: Yeah, I mean, like we take the meat out, no matter what trip it is. You know, well, they, uh, just
1: just out of curiosity, what do you do with black bear? Because I've had it, and I don't know why anybody would want it.
18: Oh man, I tell you, I think black bear is the best eating meat of the bunch. <laughs> it's it's you know a lot on what they're eating, and like where we are, they're you know in the springtime they're eating grasses and clover and stuff, and in the fall they're eating berries and stuff. So. Bears are are really good eating, and uh it's all on how it's cooked and stuff well so, i have got some
1: uh, back back from Ketchikan, and I think they've been eating fish they uh, tasted like fish scales. So, yeah yeah fish eating bears aren't
18: that good eating.
2: yeah yeah, yeah. yeah they, said you they get away, good. yeah, if you get away from the ocean away and you pick up a black bear, they taste really good i've tr- I've even had uh brown bear up there. And everybody says, that's horrible. And, and I thought it was pretty good steaks.
18: Yeah, yeah.
2: I mean, our black bear, I know what they're eating there. they
18: actually the closest tasting to beef of any of the other wild animals. I'll be darned. Yeah. yeah. And uh, moose is the next best eaten. I mean, they're, they're often awesome eaten, too.
1: Most people like them better than elk. Mm-hmm. So I was going to say, do you but, get any elk up there also?
18: Yeah, there's there's no elk that we can hunt right now. They're starting to move into our area. There's elk in British Columbia, just not right where we are.
1: And, and moose, yeah. uh, are yeah. you allowed to hunt moose up there?
2: Yes.
18: Oh yeah, yeah. There's lots of, moose. yeah, yeah. The moose are doing well. You know we're, you know we got the largest territory in, in the region where we are. You know we got about uh, three million acres there. That, Whoa. That we got the exclusive, yeah, that we got the exclusive guiding rights on. So we Whoa. got a little room to move around in.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's, You need an airplane to cover that.
18: <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well,
2: yeah. We do that sometimes too. <laughs> yeah. So case. I I've got a real good question for you. On one of your trips, like say for moose hunting, an average seven day trip, about what would that run for me?
18: Well, see, if you include all your license tags, taxes, and the trip for two hunters, one guide trip, it would run
2: you about six thousand dollars. You know, that's really an expensive for. Well, yeah, I like that. that.
14: <laughs> yeah, you arrive
2: the
18: day before and hunt six or seven days and leave the day after, so you get full seven days to
1: hunt. <laughs> well, that, yeah, it's starting to tire me out. How about a three- or four-day trip?
18: <laughs> well, we don't do three- or four-day hunting trips. The shortest one we do is a five-day black bear trip.
1: Yeah. Well, I and, suppose uh, you, you know you have to pay the same price for the permits and everything and the air flight anyway, so it doesn't add right. that much yeah. more to spend a couple more days. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Tell us, uh, people that aren't familiar with the area, tell us where you are and what kind of you know. Are you just uh, you're just guides, right? You don't have any lodge or anything like that, so you set people up.
18: Yeah, uh, Oh, on you do. A lake and, and yeah, we got one on a lake and one on a river, and um, they're both very comfortable. All the amenities, you know, hot and cold running shower, all the tricky stuff. Well, can you uh, do
1: a combo trip where you fish and hunt?
18: Oh, oh yeah. The uh, you know, like most of our hunts, fishing while they're hunting.
1: You know. Sir, you're breaking up a little bit. Try and speak a little louder. But so you can I'm sorry, most of it but uh, depending on the time of the year then can you do a combination trip with the fishing and hunting?
18: Any of the hunting trips you can fish on as well. And, you know, it's awesome rainbow trout fishing. It's very good. And, and most of my I like that fishing rod with them. Yeah. Yeah, I know. So it's uh it, it's a lot of fun. If you get your animal then then you've got lots of fishing in bowl. Uh, grouse as well so if they get done hunting you know early they can hunt grouse you know and there's shell grouse and ruffled grouse and grouse and spruce
1: grouse oh so you, uh, do some, you can do some wing shooting also
18: oh absolutely yeah, and <laughs> and,
2: uh,
1: yeah so, so, so yeah, I, you guys are breaking up a little bit both of you so try and belt it out if you can
2: Okay, we will.
18: Yeah. So, uh, so uh, you know, you, you can hunt. You know, you, you never have a flat time where you don't have something to do. That's for sure. Yeah.
2: So, uh, what uh, what's the best time to hit for your wing shooting and your fishing? The um, for which season in fishing? Yeah, wing, uh, wing shooting and fishing.
18: Oh, and if you want wing shooting and fishing, uh, September would be the best time. September, okay.
1: Over. Yeah. Uh, uh, and a quick question, Stuart: If people are going to come up there, um, should they bring their own equipment?
18: Well, they, uh, they can bring their own, you know, firearms or or whatever. You know, you know, most people do. Well, do you, to do bring you need
1: out. to? Because that's not always easy to carry.
18: Yeah, I mean, it's pretty easy to get, you know, like rifles and shotguns in Canada. That's not a problem, even on the operation form you know, got to fill out. But other than that, the easy. Okay. And, uh, and Other than that, you know, we then send out recommendations to certain. Which one? I have to say, yeah, you just need to fill in here.
1: Uh, Stuart uh, you're not coming in too clear. I don't know yeah. if you're on a cell phone you're not on a speakerphone are you
18: uh no no i'm on uh, I'm on the regular phone but uh sometimes i I found that in the building here that it's uh, not the best decision. <laughs>
1: Yeah. No, you're you're breaking up to the point where I don't know if we're going to be able to continue with that. Uh, so try and speak up and, and and keep going. But we're getting some background noise, yeah. and, and uh, you're breaking up a little bit. Uh, how do uh, Stuart? Yeah. How do we find you? What's the name? What's the website? The, uh,
18: the website is escript dot com. And um, you know, and it's got all the
3: contact
1: information. Right. Well, uh, Stuart, uh, do, try that one more time, and we're going to have to let you go. It's just not coming through. So, give us how to how to get in touch with you. Give us some contact information.
18: Yeah. Okay. Uh, the website is adventure at eurekapeak.com, dot com, and the uh, phone number is one two five zero three nine seven two, four, four, five. I hope that better.
1: <laughs> okay. All righty. Well, we got a couple minutes left in this segment, but, Stuart, will you go ahead and go down, and Frank and I will be looking forward to talking to you again, and, you know, I'd sure like to meet up with you, especially up uh, up on the river.
2: Yeah. Yeah, it would be awesome. Well, now
1: you sound okay. Keep talking.
2: Yeah, we got oh. that. <laughs> yeah.
18: Yeah, the, um, uh, yeah, well, I plugged my phone in
2: just in case I was losing
1: power,
2: so maybe that helped. Okay. Yeah, it did. It helps a lot. I can hear every word you're saying now.
1: All right. Go ahead and keep going there, Stuart. How's that? I said, let's go ahead and keep going. Give us a, we've only got about a minute or so left. Quick description of your outfit and how to reach you.
18: Okay, so anyhow, yeah, the, uh, You know, we're in central British Columbia there and, uh, you know, it's a pretty awesome fishing, uh, for rainbow trout and, uh, for hunting for...
1: Oh Well, we lost you that time. Okay. Yeah. And uh, I think we've got enough information from you. We appreciate that. And, uh, Frank, we'll just go ahead and finish it up. We've only got about 30 seconds. And okay. we're going to go away, and we'll see what we've got. Uh, see what we got coming up in the, in the last couple of minutes. Uh, Frank, you're doing fine. It's just that uh, communications, we don't have those satellites up in the sky yet giving us good, clear signals.
2: Yeah, I noticed that. <laughs> All righty.
1: Okay. Frank, we're going to let you uh, take a break. And we appreciate your help. So, talk to you soon. You are listening to Fish and Hunting Talk Radio.
10: Jig me up a-
0: Welcome back to Fish Talk and Hunt Radio with John Henneken
1: uh, This is John Hennigan, and actually, it's Frank Selby. But uh, we're just uh, kind of filling in here a little bit. we got Mark Lassane if we can figure out how to get back in touch with him. Mm. Yeah. Um, I just talked to him, and he'd like to come on just for a minute, editor of Bass Angler Magazine. Um, and, uh, Frank, you are... Uh, um, down at the convention center right now, just finishing up. And, yes, I uh, am. Let's talk about maybe you do some trips or something and see if we can get Mark on the line.
2: Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm looking forward to going down to Cabo San Lucas and renting what, your condo down there. Well, you don't for, have to uh, rent. Um, I'm going with you. I know, I know. But... Uh, the five uh, five, uh, five days, you know, we'll all go down, and get a group together, and go down and go fishing. I think that'd be great. Some of the people on the air would get five of them and have a ball. What do you think? Uh, let's do it.
11: Well, right, I'll well, tell you then, what. We'll this winter's start...
2: been a long winter. I'm anxious to get warm. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Actually, this year has been one of the coldest years out here in California, in my opinion, in a long time. Well, I, I never get a chance to wear
1: shorts. Usually yeah. it's, uh, you know, for a couple months I wear long pants, but, yeah
2: it's been difficult. I, I know, and you guys have been flooded with rain. At least we didn't get as much as you guys did, but we got enough. And we needed it, though, no matter what anybody says. It, so it's not a big deal
1: right underneath. Uh, okay. Anyway, Frank, we're going to try and get in touch with Mark, but we're pretty much running out of time. So okay. let's talk a little bit about maybe uh, going to Mexico. Uh, we're going to be talking to Van Warmers and see if we can maybe put a trip together in the fall. I know you and I are being uh, down there hopefully within the next uh, Cabo San Lucas, within the next month. And yeah. I'm sure looking forward to that. It's been a while and Storm. it's been a terrible winter.
2: Yeah, I, I'm telling you, I'm ready for it. I'm ready to go back out and get some Dorado and yellowfin tuna and bluefin. Oh, yeah. I just
1: I just had a friend of mine come over yesterday. Uh, last time I was down there was October, and I had a freezer full of fish, and I gave him about 20 pounds of fish to take home and make chipino Yeah.
2: Yeah, I love that. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say, I really appreciate that backpack ice chest. That was really, really good. Hey,
1: uh, Frank, we do have Mark Lesane, editor of Angler Magazine. But unfortunately, Mark, we've only got about a minute left. We had trouble getting in touch with you. So say hi okay. to everybody. And by the way, we are uh, redoing Fish Talk Radio. It's going to be fish and hunting talk radio so we're oh, gonna, nice. we're, we're going to be hunting for bass
11: Yeah, All right. a lot Ooh, of them i'm out doing that right now there you go i would be but i'm talking on the phone
1: yeah no no where are you
11: i'm out in the california delta
1: oh okay well wow, that's some well wow, that's great striped bass isn't it
11: yeah there's a lot of stripers here but we're fishing for largemouth
2: mm-hmm.
11: a lot of largemouth here it's it's a really good fishery
2: okay what area are you in right now
11: I'm in the south of Delta, kind of near Tracy.
2: Okay. Okay. I know exactly yeah, where. pretty close where you're at. Okay,
1: Frank, yeah. uh, i gotta, I got to take off. We've got about less than a minute. So, uh, Mark, why don't you give us some quick information about you and Bass Angler Magazine real quick.
11: Okay. Hey, yeah, this is uh, Mark Hussain with Bass Angler Magazine. You can find us at BassMag.com or uh, go on there and sign up. It's a great Bass Magazine. And, uh... Learn more about how to catch more fish.
1: Well, yeah. that's that's what it's about. Okay. And if anybody can do it, it would be. Now, you're not a guide, but you are a professional uh, bass angler. I actually am
11: a guide. I guide on the California Delta. Kind oh, of you in, do? You know, in between tournaments and putting a magazine together. Oh, fantastic. So okay. And I enjoy, you know, I enjoy teaching people about catching bass, so, I, you know, I do that. Um, you know, usually around once, maybe twice a week okay. from... Well, I'm gonna All right. Say well, let's uh, give November. quick
1: information. Is a Bass Angler Mag. What, what is his
11: outfit? BassAnglerMag.com.
1: There you go. Just go on to that. And sorry, yep. Mark, that we had to cut you short. But it's been one of those days. But I'm glad at least we get to say, get to say hi. Yeah.
11: Outfit. Yeah, yeah. Nice to talk to you guys.
1: All right. You are listening to Fish and Hunting Talk Radio with uh, John Hennigan and Frank Selby. We'll be talking to you as soon as we can.